This Week in the 90s podcast. Who's going to get right into it? We are. Hey, everybody. What's happening? Chris Brockman. Sarah Tiana. That's you. You need... Have you ever been told... Like, you did theater and stuff growing up, right? Project. Come on. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm trying not to be loud. I want to hear it from down in here. You can't... uh, And then up through... You know, your diaphragm and then out. I've also always been told. Was that loud? Yes. That's what I mean. I was just about to say that. I've always been told my whole life that I'm really loud. You're very loud. My uh, In one of my high school years, I only got a yearbook the last year. But so I guess someone wrote in there, you are the loudest person I've ever met. You walk loud. You talk loud. Like when I can always tell when you're coming into the room, when you're like leaving the bedroom. Well, I want like, to announce my presence with authority. <laughs> no, it's just like the way, that's just the way you are. Like walk loudly and carry a big stick. I think that's what Teddy Roosevelt said, right? No, Is that how not. that went? <laughs> no. I think that's how that went. All right. Well, I'm just saying, look, it's episode 17 here on uh, This Week in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Good to be back. We yes. uh, kind of took a week off, a little bye week, uh, but we're back. Yeah, yeah, the holidays, um, my job, it's been a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. We just had life kind of get in the way, but we're back, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, Um, we're not stopping. Had a couple people uh, ask about uh, what the deal was. Just a couple. And, uh, you know, really, just just one, Jake Jake Cantor, appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, Jake. Um, Shout out. Who's actually, he wants to do an episode. I would love that. Yeah, he, uh, he said he wants to do one. If anybody wants to do one... Not just any, but you know, but like, yeah, if, if you know us <laughs> and want to do I don't one, know. yeah, I mean, yeah, have I, at it. But I think it would be pretty cool. Uh, he's super excited. He's already he's been prepping for like months, he said. So <laughs> Does he know what week he's doing. Yeah, he already has the week planned out. I think it's uh, sometime next early next year. Great. And actually, ironically enough, he has the same birthday and cage. They have the same birthday. Oh, my God. Amazing. February 25th. Shout out. Wow. Um, actually, here, just before and we. Then- <laughs> We just found I'm out all that over the place. Uh, Sarah's birthday, right? Gibson and Boyd's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. My so longtime friend Sarah uh, from Syracuse. She's also February twenty fifth, <laughs> so which is crazy. Um, before I get into this week's episode, I'm gonna do last week, November twenty second through the twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one. Oh, good. Very early on. Very early. There are a few cool things. Uh, well, one not so cool, but one very kind of famous thing that happened. And then a couple of cool things I want to get into a little bit of discussion about. But I had this thought um, earlier this week driving to work. It was, the, it was the first of December. And I was thinking, and I wanted to see what you thought. I thought about throwing out a Twitter poll. I never ended up doing it. But do you think this year has gone by fast or slow? I mean, looking back, it, I think the year always feels like it's going because it's. Fast. By the way, it's December. That it's is crazy. insane. So to me, I feel like it's gone by fast. But I also feel that way because it's it's sort of been Groundhog Day with us because we have an, a, a baby, and mm-hmm. so you know this year has kind of just been every single day has kind of been a race to six o'clock, and so you know I, I worked kind of the whole time. We kept the show going. Um, the Rich Eisen show through March, April, May, June, and then we kind of took some time off. But 
you know, that kind of helped the time pass a little bit during the day. But then when I got home, it was just kind of a race to six o'clock. So every day kind of felt the same. Mm -hmm. So I think that helped it go by fast because there was also really no sports. And then once kind of the sports came back end of August, you know, we had baseball. So there was kind of stuff to watch every day. So that I feel like that helped it go by. So for me, just personally, it's gone by really fast. Yeah, you know, they say when you have a baby, the days are long and the years are short. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels that way. Every day feels like a very long day. But looking back, I'm like, where did it all go? I think when you, like last year felt like it dragged, it dragged on all, forever because I was pregnant. And when you have a right. goal in mind, when mm-hmm. you're looking forward to a day, it feels like it just drags and drags and drags. But now the goal is just get him to bed. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. So it's kind of so, like, it's kind of like survive, survive, survive. What maybe, well, maybe let's eat, survive. Yeah. Like, Hey, maybe take a nap. So then you get a little bit of break. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, like the chaos, the hectic, the witching hour, you know, the five to six thirty zone, you know, new parents out there kind of know yeah. what we're talking about. It just, and then it's like, all right, bedtime. <sighs> it just feels like, and then like you're ready for bed. The year has gone by fast. The COVID feels like it's gone by slow. Like it's like so. COVID kind of feels like it's been years, even though this year itself yeah, has gone by fast. It's felt like right. Like now, I feel like we have this goal in mind of like spring, summer, like you know May, mm-hmm. getting a vaccine or something. And so, yeah. like now, it feels like that's just never gonna get here. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's gone by fast. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And, you know, a couple a couple of the guys at work thought it's gone by super slow. And it's like, you know, I totally understand that, you know, uh, just looking at it from like the sports perspective, like Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID, mm-hmm. which kind of kickstarted Kick this whole thing. You know, it was like Tom Hanks. And then what well, was like Harvard, you know, bows out of the, and you know, Ivy, Ivy League bas- men's basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whoa, that seems to be, you know, yeah. a lot like that's aggressive. Why, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And then. Tom Hanks and then Rudy Gobert and then NBA shuts down. And you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. that seems like it was a couple years ago. Kind of. That's what these guys at work said. And then, you know, then just kind of everything happened through the summer. And then, and then here we are and it's December. I don't know. It just, it was just kind of interesting. And maybe if you guys want to, I think whenever December gets around, you're like, where did the year go? In general, just no In matter general, what. I feel yeah. like no matter what, it always feels like the year has gone by fast. Um, yeah, I get that. Because I, I guess kind of once you hit Thanksgiving, kind of Thanksgiving to New Year's is kind fastest, of a, a blink. Yeah. Fastest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I just had that thought the other day. If you want to, you know, hit us up on Twitter and, you know, give me a thought at Chris Brockman at Weekend the 90s Pod at Saratiana. If, you know, if your year has gone by fast, if your year has gone by super slow, mm-hmm. uh, let us know what you let think. Us let, us, let us know what you think. Because I'm really curious because, you know, I, I'm just I'm just dying to know what people think about that because just, you know, how our year has kind of been a little bit different than maybe a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get to this week's episode. Um, Maverick, what are you doing? Do you need to go outside? Like, what's the deal? 1991. No, I think he just needs attention. Yeah? All right. Well, step right up and listen to the pod, man. Do you want me to try to put him out? No, he just wants some water. All right, so we're going to do uh, November 22nd to the 28th, like I said last week, 1991. Okay, so this is a pretty big deal. Um, very, what? <laughs> just Maverick drinking water so loud. I, I know. It's just like, and by the way, you say that I'm loud. 
you have lived with this loud thing for years. Hold on. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, so there was a pretty big thing that happened uh, this week back in 1991. Uh, it's sad. Very famous death. Uh, Freddie Mercury passed away Whoa. on November 24th. Uh, so he had he died of bronchial pneumonia, which is a result of his... A complication from age. Yeah, complication from age, which he revealed just 24 hours before. He was... What? Yeah, so he issued a statement the day before uh, saying that he had AIDS, and the very next day he passed away. Uh, a close friend of his was by his side, this guy Dave Clark of the Dave Clark Five, a famous band, and um, he passed away. The funeral service was a few days later, um, attended by 35 of his closest friends, including Elton John, the other members of Queen, obviously, uh, his coffin was carried into the chapel to the sounds of Take My Hand, Precious Lord by Aretha Franklin, wow. uh, your best friend. <laughs> uh, Mary Austin, which was... Mary, his friend. His girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend, wife. First, mm -hmm. yep. She took his cremated remains and buried them in an undisclosed location. So mm -hmm. uh, no one knows where Smart. they are. No mm -hmm. one knows where they are. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, and that's uh, good because like with Jim Morrison, like, everyone goes to his grave. They tried to dig it up a few times, especially oh, like I've been uh, there. Like when I was oh. there, it's at Père Lachaise. It was. I think they finally moved it because in France, right in Paris. In Paris, yeah. it's a big cemetery. That's where he died. So he was buried there. And but Jim Morrison died in the cemetery. No, he or died, died in Paris. Paris. <laughs> oh God, I was like, what? I was that like, would that's be really weird. Very like, poetic. Cause he, cause he, he's part of that twenty seven club, right? He died super yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, Janis Joplin and, and Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix and a bunch yeah, of, yeah, and they all lived on the same street, which is even weirder. Um, right on, well, right off the Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he died in Paris, and so he was buried at Père Lachaise. And like we went, I went to see the grave when I was studying abroad there, and there was a line. Wow. And uh, all kinds of graves around it had, like, tombstones around it. And, they're, like, you know, also Paris is kind of gothic in, like, that, that way. So right, the catacombs are super famous right there. Yeah, but it's also, like, it's not just headstones. It's, like, those giant... Like, uh, statues and mausoleums yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. And so there's writing on all of them. It's kind of like know? the Hollywood Cemetery here in Los Angeles where they do the movies. Yes, but... Um, it feels like closer together, like more compact, almost like New Orleans where like it feels like people are buried above ground because, you know, of the the flooding. Oh, Not right. that that would happen, uh, can happen, but because maybe because of the, it's close to the river or sure, something. Sure, sure. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it feels so disrespectful because there's so many, so much writing on the surrounding tombs that it feels like, of course they had to move it, you know, and like, um, like everybody in line was like taking like a charcoal right, drawing of the, of the, you know, like, or etching of the, sure. of his name. And then the guy in front of me lit a, like lit two cigarettes and like put one on his wow. grave and then like smoked, waited till the whole, you know, I'm like, that is aggressive. I just want to take a picture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
so why did you want to go just because it's something no a friend of mine was going and i oh. was like yeah i'll come along like i don't know right right, right. No <laughs> i mean i'm not a big it'd be, it'd be weird after five years to just learn that you're a huge <laughs> doors fan no i don't even know la woman is my jam yeah i don't even know any of their songs you don't know any of the door songs uh um, wow i do know that's too bad there's that one the one really famous one <laughs> good one it's, uh, it's okay. It's not, are you going to go my way? Like what light my it? fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, something fire. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, nice. so, yes, I think it's it's <laughs> it's best when somebody very famous is, you know, um, buried somewhere that nobody knows about. Because, like, if you think about, yeah. like, Elvis, like, people pay to go see his great, you know, sure. like, great yeah, sling, yeah you know? of There's, course. I don't know any other, I'm trying to think of, like, other famous... Like gravesides. Well, one of the most famous like rock and roll ones was Ronnie Van Zant of Leonard Skinner because he he famously um, one of the urban myths about that is that he hated Neil Young so much that he was buried in a Neil Young T-shirt, <laughs> and so that became a thing when that got out uh-huh. years and years ago that people uh, tried to like break in and and get him bury him dig him up to oh find out if he was actually wearing a Neil Jeez, Young T-shirt. So like you know weird shit like that. That's happens. like diabolical, like needing to know the answer. Yeah, like, yeah. I've never needed to know the answer of something that to bad. anything that bad. No. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. So so I think, what do you think? Do you want to have like um be actually buried or do you want to be cremated? That's weird because I I think about that every day. No, I think about <laughs> every night before I, I go to you bed. Know, my grandmother was just cremated and um. But my grandparents are buried. My other grandparents are buried, and uh, I never get to see their graves. But my grandmother, I have her ashes here. Yeah, it feels like. I, it feels like something I would I I would rather ha- I I just don't know if I want to be like, in the ground, ashes to ashes. You know. Interesting. Like. Or you don't want to like be part of the earth and kind of like. But are you part of the earth? You're inside a casket. We're inside a box that like eventually will rot and then the worms kind of get to you and then I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know. How long does it take for something like that? People get, you know, dug up all the time for reexamination and like murder cases and stuff. And it's like been 40 years and like they're still like intact. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I never I always just assumed that like, oh, I would be buried in blah, blah, blah next to my wife and we would have this cool thing and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, like my dad's parents are buried. They died a long time ago. But then my dad always talked about wanting to be cremated. And I was like, oh, that's the first time I ever like thought about, thought it. about yeah, yeah. that being an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, my mom's mom uh, died a few years ago and I think she was cremated. So it's like, oh, I guess maybe it's just a thing. And then like, oh, man, sp- spread my ashes at Fenway Park. You know, like that would be <laughs> yeah. cool. You know, well, I always think like we should take a cup of uh, like some of the ashes and like to like the Oakland A Stadium and like yeah. scatter them there a little bit, you know, and like or like Pebble Beach, like, like you know, the Augusta, like just like cool places just, you always wanted to go or have a special meaning for you. Or It just feels like you're always part of the earth when your ashes are flying around like maybe they disintegrate and that's how you like disappear or whatever Mm -hmm. but like i just don't know if i like you know you see like skeletons with like the hair is still growing because your hair and your nails grow after you die right like that and i'm just like i don't i don't think so what about uh another urban myth which i don't think is true but it's one of those things you want to be true 
uh, Keith Richards, when his dad died, he had the ashes and he rolled it up and smoked them. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. That seems... I don't know if that's a nerve. I've heard that too. Yeah. I'll put you in a cigar, babe. (laughs) Yeah, agree. The (laughs) finest Cuban tobacco and... One of the biggest, uh, like a lot of people do that thing where they get you pressed into jewelry or a diamond, and apparently that's like a big scam by a lot of companies. It's a scam. How so? Um, It's not really their their ashes. Like make a person into like a like a like a gemstone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You can put it inside of something like that, right? But like, apparently that's a big. That's kind of cool, actually. Not like the scam part, but but like (laughs) putting it in something and always wearing it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That to me is like precious, you know. Yeah, that's always with you in a way. Yeah. So, uh, one of the uh, the Queen movie that came out uh, a few years ago kind of got got Freddie Mercury back. He's always at the top of uh, you know greatest front man lists mm-hmm. you know that come out what did you what did you think of that film did you enjoy it did you think that it kind of did him justice were you even a big queen fan oh yeah i liked queen a lot you know because i like ballads and yeah um, big power ballads songs that are easy to memorize and sing along to that's kind of my jam sure uh, that's why i never really got into bob dylan because i'm like none of this rhymes <laughs> yeah none of it rhymes there's no there's no chorus Sounds it's like just like talk singing yeah it's just eight long minutes uh, of nothing yeah no i no i i i really liked freddie mercury but and i didn't know enough about him until bohemian rhapsody came out and then when my parents were here we watched that documentary on Adam Lambert who took over oh, yeah, as yeah, yeah. the lead singer and like that was such a cool documentary too and like uh no i think he's maybe one of the greatest singers of all time yeah, I think and so too. I, I i just love like great epic voices like that especially from a man it's so unheard of to kind of have like that like legendary like voice and um yeah he was just so cool like didn't care yeah, he didn't care, or maybe in a way he kind of cared too much, you know, like he wanted to be a cool rock star, and so he kind of lived his life like that and like didn't really accept who he really was kind of until the end, and it was yeah, almost I mean, too late. Also, you know, if you think about 91, like the very beginning of like this AIDS crisis. Yeah, I mean, he for sure had AIDS probably throughout the whole entire late 80s and just was like maybe in denial or didn't know, and then... By the time he kind of figured it out, it was obviously well, way, way too late. It's very much like COVID, you know, where it's like the beginning, like nobody knew anything. Right. You're like, we don't know if we can touch you. We don't know if, we, if you know, what what happens if only gay men get it, right. you know? And it's, you know, it, until Princess Diana hugged those kids, you know, in that hospital in New York, it's kind of like, oh, it kind of normalized everything and made everybody calm down. Yeah. And, uh, and you know but it's it's terrifying like when you think of something that can kill you you know you don't know if you can what diseases you know are like contagious in that way and i think it was so early on there was a lot of stigma around it um and so yeah i can understand why he didn't talk about it i guarantee also the man in him are you listening? I am you listening. You always I, are looking down no, when I was, talking. It's okay. I like no, I'm normal. totally listening. I was looking up something else. Um, but I also feel like the man in him like probably doesn't go to the doctor and ask questions. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, mean, I can, I think if I you can got totally sick, it, it would be forever until you really found out. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you would put off going to the doctor, and then when you were there, I don't think you'd be like, "Well, can you check this? Can you check that?" <laughs> you no, know? I I think I think now I think your influence has kind of changed a little bit. That like, I, if I was actually sick and feeling sick, you would have me go. I mean, remember when I got a kidney stone last year? I was just kind of kind of tough it out until it got too painful and you're like we have to go <laughs> yeah we have to go to the hospital and i was at like 4 30 in the morning mm-hmm. so i think um i think now i would do that but i totally understand that line of thinking if i yeah. was had no one else in also, my life or nothing you else you want to be would... in denial that you even have something that's going to kill you like when you're at I the top so, of yeah. your game as also, an artist yeah if you're that guy too you think you're invincible like why wouldn't you yeah i think part of it is invincible and part of it is like don't take this away from me my life, my lifestyle, um, my happiness. If you find out that you're gonna, you have limited days left, you don't want to hear that. Yeah, you're right. It was the very beginning, and he was probably the most, um, one of the most famous people to die of AIDS at that time. I was just, that's what I was looking Who up. Else? Well, Arthur Ashe. That's what I was looking at. He died two years later. Not nearly as famous. I don't know if Arthur Ashe sold out Wembley. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Ashe, I guess, the most famous athlete of the time. And then, yeah. and then Magic Johnson. Arthur Ashe died in February of 93. Magic Johnson was November of 91. Is when we found out. HIV, though, didn't have didn't have AIDS. And obviously, Magic Johnson's still alive. Well, you still have a theory about that. I right? don't have a theory. That's Del Tufo's theory, which is so batshit insane, I can't even repeat it. I think it's a kind of a fun theory. It, it it it's it's fun if you're super into conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracies. I don't and, like conspiracy and tin theories. And hat and all that stuff. You know, I don't like conspiracy theories. But I the the conspiracy theory is that the Reagan administration paid Magic Johnson millions and millions of dollars to say he had AIDS to reduce the stigma and normalize it so that people would uh, stop freaking out to calm the public. Those are your words. But I mean, that's the conspiracy. That's something that I've heard. Yeah, that's something that I've. No, they're definitely my words that people have floated out there, which is, you know, it's insane to think that. But, you know, on some level, you're like, well, after he got it, it did become a lot less uh, scary. I think Princess Diana had a little bit to do with it, too. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's an amazing person so yeah uh freddie mercury uh passed away at the very young age of uh let's see how old was he 45 Ugh. 45 or 46 uh crazy crazy that was so that was november 24th uh 1991 now something else i wanted to talk about and this got me thinking because we had a, a, a really curious conversation about this uh on the rich eisen show earlier this year so uh on november 24th same day 1991 uh the u.s sent the 75th manned space mission uh sts 44 atlantis was launched so this launch was on uh was supposed to be the week earlier but it was delayed uh due to some uh, malfunctioning measurement units and then uh, was delayed again on the actual day, the 24th, by 13 minutes to allow an orbiting spacecraft to kind of pass by so they could have a clear lane what? Uh, up. Yeah, insane. So uh, my question is just a general question for you and our listeners about space. And we got into a heated uh, discussion earlier this year, like I said on our show, 
my whole take now look i watched space camp as a kid that movie was awesome oh, made me want to go okay yeah, made my you... cousin Lindsay went and it was so cool went to space camp yeah and they had french fries shaped like little space shuttles <laughs> that's what i remember <laughs> that's the only thing sorry that's the only thing you remember about that? it is the only thing i remember is like going and meeting her because she was in birmingham like wherever they it's like birmingham alabama you know yeah alabama as actually has more phds than in the other state what per a, capita. Wouldn't it get? Oh, per capita. Okay. Because of NASA down there. So there's one. Because there's a lot less people and there's <laughs> right, more yeah, PhDs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I was always obsessed with, with NASA and space. I thought it was so cool. When we lived in Virginia, um, we lived on this, uh, the part of the Delmarva Peninsula where there was all the, it was Coast Guard housing. There was a big naval uh, base. There was a big army base. And there was like a NASA um section that was always like fenced off and like you couldn't get in there you just saw the nasa sign you're like what's going on in there mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same time late 80s when you know space camp came out and all that stuff so always super i was always super interested in that but uh so my question is would you want to go to space i have zero interest yeah because okay thank you because i'm kind of the same way like it seems like a cool idea oh man i'm going to space it's zero gravity and i get to float and all that and I can see the stars and the moon after about 30 seconds. Okay. I think 30 minutes. 30 seconds is granted, a very small amount. Granted. Of granted. 30 seconds to 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> after that cool initial shock of like, man, I'm floating and like my pee is just like out there. You get a suction thing and you're eating these cool like GREs. Like, then what? Yeah. Like, then what do you do? Like you're on these missions for months and months and months. It's mm-hmm. the early '90s, okay? There's no video telecommunications. There's no internet. There's mm-hmm. the like. There's no space phone, okay? Like, what do you do? Like, then what? Yeah, you eat some like um, dehydrated ice cream and drink some Tang. And yeah, then, you know, wave hi to the monkey in the space station. And right up there, I don't know. You like, hang out with the Russians and the Chinese, and, the, and then the, then what? Yeah, I mean, to me, like, uh, I've never really been that into space. Okay, um, clearly, because I don't give you any. Uh, wow. But I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I mean. I believe that we've gone to the moon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like a denier of it or anything, but like until really SpaceX came around, I was like, I don't know, like studying places. Like we can only really go so far with the technology we have right now. I understand wanting to update the technology and get faster and faster and faster, but like, yeah, I'm not searching for anything. Right. Like I I think the Hubble space uh, telescope is super cool like when those pictures yeah. come back like I think oh, it's here's, important to here's know jupiter and blah blah like that's how it cool works like and and uh i think it's an in interesting to know like other planets do i think it's pressing no yeah like what is the fascination with we gotta go to mars like, i, I, I want to put a, i want to do a mars mission like is there is there oxygen drop is there water drop was who gives a shit like it's so cold on didn't you watch the martian like and yeah. i know it's a movie but there a lot of it was scientifically accurate like mm-hmm. there ain't nothing living there my favorite you know thing I mean? in the whole world ain't nobody gonna live there is space force like the this, fact that it's a real thing now yeah yeah like to me it's like the new coast guard no offense to your dad but like <laughs> 
My my dad was in the Coast Guard for 20 years. Still works for them as yeah, a civilian. But like Space Force seems like everybody that's like not really good enough to be in the <laughs> army or the, <laughs> the navy or I the totally marines. They're like, yeah, yeah, you can have a gun too. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna fight off little aliens <laughs> and make sure nobody comes into our galaxy. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna take a lot of training. Very important. Um, yeah, like, yeah, what do you, okay, sure, 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 you know, like, and this is the thing is like, are they just letting anyone sign up for, you know, like anyone can join the army, you know, are they letting anyone join the space force? Because, you know, I, I've seen Armageddon, the training to be an astronaut is insane. Now, it is like, insane. Like, not just any Joe Schmo off the street, uh, I, can be an astronaut. I do think, like, like, I think a couple months ago they, they actually landed, um, something on a meteor that was like traveling yeah. through space. I think that is important because if there is a meteor coming to Earth, we want like Armageddon. We, yeah, we want to know that we can land on it and drill into it and break it apart. Right. Um. So if Space Force does that, go 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 <laughs> and get up there. But Job like, well done. When they're like, oh, it's like a million Call Bruce Willis ticket to ride up into space and yeah. see it. I'm like, nah. Not interested. Not interested. Because, you know, planes are scary enough. Like, I can't imagine how terrifying it would be and how much training it would take to go on just one flight. Yeah. Up and down. Up and down. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. it's insane. Okay, I'm glad that you... No, we're a, on the same page. In a way, kind of, kind of agree with that. Uh, so that was what else I wanted to talk about. Two other cool... Um, Things in sports that happened uh, November 23rd, 1991. BYU quarterback Ty Detmer uh, concluded his NCAA career 4,000 yards passing in a season and 15,000 in a career. Those were NCAA records at the time. Since then, Ty Detmer has slipped all the way to fifth in career NCAA passing yards. If you get even one of these people <laughs> who are in front, I will get on my knee and propose to you immediately, and we will well, go. Well, then I don't want to get it right. And we will go get married tomorrow. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not nice. You hey. want me to guess? Uh, just throw out some names. Um, <laughs> Doug Flutie. <laughs> Doug Flutie was before Ty Detmer. Oh, uh, um, all right. Uh, how passing about, yards? Yeah, passing. How about this? How about Joe this? Joe Burrow. How about this? No. Uh, how about this? The all-time leader is a is a player who went to Houston. Okay, he's involved in a play, one of the most memorable playoff moments of the last couple years that we watched together on my couch at my old apartment in Hollywood. Uh, he went to the University of Houston. Yeah, he went to the University of Houston. Okay, and he made the throw on this play. Oh. That we watched together <laughs> against a team that you hate in the playoffs like three years ago. Three years ago? Yeah. At my old apartment. Ugh, I have no idea. Case Keenum. Oh. You the can't Minnesota, give Case the Minnesota Keenum Miracle. <laughs> you just can't give him 15 seconds. All right. I thought that was a I'm good guess. I'm sorry. I that's that, very I cool. thought that was a good sorry. guess. So anyway, that happened. Um, what, who were the other four? Oh, who are the other four? It, nobody who ever actually actually made it. Timmy Chang, who went to Hawaii. 
has 17,000 yards. Landry Jones, actually, he was the Steelers' backup for a little bit, kind of got a few starts when Ben got hurt. He's third, and Graham Harrell went to Texas Tech. And then Ty Detmer, fifth. So his Ty Detmer's uh, career passing mark lasted nine years until Timmy Chang broke it and then Case Keenum broke it. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. One other cool sports thing. Uh, let's see. The Grey Cup happened that year. The Argonauts won, and that's kind of important. That's kind of cool because uh, they were owned at the time by the Kings owner out here, Bruce McNall, and Wayne Gretzky and John Candy. They were all co-owners. That was kind of oh. cool. That was kind of cool. The Argonauts. What is that? Like Toronto there? Argonauts. CFL. Oh. Yeah, CFL Grey Cup. Uh, Rocket Ismail, I think, played for them. So. Oh. Uh, number one movie and song that week. You know I love these. You know I love <laughs> I these. Uh, this is actually a movie I saw in the theater. One of the first, might have been my second career movie theater career. experience. Yeah, career. <laughs> I have a great movie. Going guy. to movies is a career. Well, I mean, I was a, I'm an award winning movie critic, uh, so yeah. you know you should know that. <laughs> Shout out to the Maiden Press Association. Uh, Adam's Family. Was the number oh, one movie yeah, this God, week I remember that. back in '91? Christina Ritchie. Yeah, twenty-four million dollar opening, number wow. one for two straight weeks, and the number one song. Oh, it would be amazing if you knew this. Michael Bolton, "When a Man Loves a Woman." When a man loves a woman. I used to play that at lesbian commitment ceremonies. Wait, as a joke. Wait, say what now? I used to play that when I DJed lesbian commitment ceremonies. Before Wait, you were allowed to get married, you you've DJed lesbian oh, lesbian yeah, because commitment ceremonies. They would ha- hire me all the time. Oh my gosh! And they loved have or men would too. Before you could get married, yeah. Um, Out here, mm-hmm. Out, yeah, yeah. They would have commitment ceremonies, and then like we would play songs like like where um to like let the the ta- like name that tune. To like let tables go to the buffet. It was like a game, like that's which funny. table guesses it goes to the buffet first. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was when I always played it. Let when it. a man loves a woman, yeah. and everybody crack up because there's like, there's not a man and a woman loving each other. That's so funny. It was uh, hit number one in 1991 this week, only for one week. But Michael Bolton, oh man. My friend April Macy's mom used to have a. Uh, she tells the story that because her her mom had Michael Bolton's picture on a pillow and would sleep on it. At night. What? Yeah, her mom was really weird. <laughs> yeah, April. Like May. '90s Michael Bolton with like the long mm-hmm. kind of curly hair. Oh, my mom loved him too. Yeah, she didn't oh, have a pillow. I mean, who didn't? No, no, no. She no. She had sheets. I celebrate. <laughs> no, I celebrate didn't. his entire catalog. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what movie? When he's oh, that could be. Forty uh, year old virgin. Tim is screaming at the uh, come on office space. Oh, sorry. I celebrate his oh, entire right. catalog. Yeah, Why yeah. should I change my name? Tim he's the one who sucks. <laughs> Tim is screaming. <laughs> my brother in law Tim. Yeah, that, he is definitely very mad at me. I'm when not getting a Christmas present now. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, November twenty second to the twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one. Oh, I totally forgot to ask you. Where were you this week in nineteen ninety one? What were you I was doing? Having probably Thanksgiving. Uh, 13 you were 13 right yeah at home i think my grandparents lived with us at the time that up in eighth grade <laughs> yeah probably eighth grade i'm guessing 93 92 was ninth grade yeah mm-hmm. no no wait 93 would have been eighth grade for me you would have been you might have been in high school 93 is eighth grade for you 91 oh yeah 91 is eighth grade, is eighth grade for, for you i was like gosh what are you i mean 
brain fart. Who's bringing up 93? Man, it's time for bed. Weirdo. It's time for bed. All right, everybody. So hope you enjoyed uh, this. Yeah, sorry we were late, but thank you for understanding. And... uh, and we're releasing two this week, so stay tuned. There's yeah, yeah, there's a second right one. This. Second one coming right up. So uh, that's this week in the 90s podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you very soon. This week in the 90s podcast.